Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your day just got a whole lot better. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. It's Laughter O'Clock and time for Mutual Presents. In episode 19 of our fourth season, we go back to the adventures of Maisie. I'm Jack Ward with my good-natured purrball Penny. Hello, Penny. So without further ado, let's wind back the clocks and listen to our double feature of The Green Suit Job and Foot and Mouth Disease. <laughs> Boy, have I ever had that before. Hiya, babe. Say how about la- Ouch. Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Macy, starring Anne Southern. <laughs> You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, and Southern. But first, your announcer. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said, Maisie Bevere. I'm of the theater. Of course, I could have had speaking parts in legitimate dramatic productions that wasn't for one handicap. I was born with a Brooklyn accent. But I ain't kicking about that. Look at the handicap a skunk comes into the world with. Anyway, there's an awful lot of people in this world that are worse off than me. Of course, I have only one pair of shoes, but so what? I only have one pair of feet. So you see, that's why I'm out today on an errand of mercy. I'm going from door to door gathering old discarded clothes for the poor folks who ain't as blessed as you and me. Now, here's a house I'm sure has lots of old clothes they don't need. I can tell by that poster in the window, Alf Landon for president. They never throw anything away. Yes. Good morning, madam. I'm collecting old discarded clothes for the needy of this town. Well, goody, goody for you. Good day, miss. I've got a lot of things to do. Oh, please, madam. This is really an emergency. Why, there are little boys in this town who have to go around barefooted. You wouldn't want your little boys to go around without shoes, would you? I'd love it. Then maybe my furniture wouldn't get so scratched up. Now, if you don't mind... Are you sure you don't have something worn and useless around the house that you could give to a poor family? No, not a thing. Well, um, 
What about your husband? Don't be silly. What would a poor family do with my husband? Good day, miss. I'm sorry I have no clothes to give you. Oh. Well, um, what about your grandchildren? Grandchildren? Miss, I'm a very young woman. Oh. Well, perhaps it's that horrible-looking dress you're wearing that makes you look so old. This dress makes me look old? Mm Mm-hmm. Why, like you're at the age where a cup of tea would rest you. Well, I'm taking it off right now. Oh. Give it to some poor woman. There you are. Oh, thanks. Um, madam, I'm sure some poor person could use that girdle you're wearing. It's much too small for you, you know. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, my corseteer charged me $30 for it. She charged you $30 for that girdle? Yes. Do you think I was taken in? Yeah, but not enough. Well, you may have it, too, then, for the poor. Uh, Help me get it off. All right. Yeah, who's there? I'm sort of a charity worker. I collect old clothes for poor, unfortunate people. Oh, good. I can use a suit and shoes. Well, I came here to see if you had some clothes you don't need. Are you kidding I got an audition for a part in a play, and I'm sitting here wrapped in a blanket. Oh, are you an actor? I ain't an Indian. Hey, say maybe you got a suit or something I can wear for the audition. Well, all I've collected so far is a dress and a girdle. Say, I'm still making rounds for discarded clothes. Maybe if I had an idea of your size, I could dig something up for you. Open the door. Uh, You open it, lady. I'm too weak to turn the knob. Well, I don't know about shoes, but a suit maybe. (gasps) Bill... Bill Norton. Maisie Revere. Uh, Don't mind the way I look, Maisie. They ain't making these blankets with as much drape as they used to. Oh, gosh, Bill. It's good to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen you since we did that picture together in Hollywood. Hey, what have you been doing lately, Maisie? Oh, not bad. I got a chance coming up to audition for a tryout for a benefit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, things not breaking for you, too, huh? Yeah, pretty slow, Mm. But that audition of yours for the show, Bill... You mean you don't have a suit to wear? Oh, nothing but that one over there. Ah, I see. Looks like a sunset with sleeves. Oh, I don't mean the color. Green with yellow stripes is real smart, Maisie. The latest thing from London. Everybody wears suits like that on the other side. Some smart, I'll say. Maybe you should wear that one on the other side. It probably looks better with the lining showing. Well, it's not that, Maisie. Take a good look at it. Ever see as many wrinkles in your life? Yeah. If it had cords, you could use it for a Venetian blind. (laughs) Oh, well, why not take the suit to the tailors and have it pressed? When do you need it for? Tonight, but, uh... uh... Oh, that broke, huh? Uh Uh-huh. And I can't budge from the room either, Maisie, in case a call comes from my agent for something better. Well, look, I gotta drop these old clothes off to a poor old woman who lives with her unemployed son, Roland, down in the slums. The salvage outfit gave me their address. And I'll take your suit to the tailor's on the way. Oh, you know, Maisie, I don't think you've got a selfish bone in your body. Ah, don't kid yourself, Sonny. You should catch me racing for an empty seat in the subway. See you later. Oh, gee, Ma, I'm so excited and nervous. Just think this is my first job. And if I make good, Ma... I'll take you out of this here dump and buy you real nice clothes. Oh, Roland, my son, I'm so proud of you. When you were a little boy, your father and I thought you'd never amount to anything. But just look at you today. 
Ready to rob your first bank. Yeah. Well, it's getting late, Ma. I'd better get the white cat. Son, are you crazy? You're not going to rob the bank in your new suit. Why not? Why not, he asks. Suppose you get shot, you'll get a hole in it. Say, who could I be, Ma? You duck in the kitchen, son. And don't let me catch you swiping any of them cookies I just baked. If there's anything I can't stand, it's a crook. Go on now. Okay, Ma. Yeah? What do you want, girlie? Good afternoon, you poor old thing. I'm handing out clothes to the needy. Can you use this dress, Mom? Oh, yeah, dearie. Bless you. Oh, well, then here you are. Uh, I say, uh, that there suit over your arm. Uh, the green one with the yellow stripes? Yeah. Scary looking, ain't it? Not for my son. In this family, the men folks are sort of used to wearing stripes. <laughs> Could you maybe let me have it for my role and maybe, huh? Oh, well, I'm sorry, Mom, but the owner ain't through with it yet. I'm just bringing it to the tailors to be pressed. You see, the owner needs it for a job. Oh, please, miss. My Roland needs a suit, too. He also has a job. Only he has to go there without a thing to wear. Hmm. Where is this job? In a Turkish bath? Uh, no. Oh. He's, um, shall we say, entering a bank. Oh, and the green suit matched the money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, gee, I'm awful sorry, but the owner of this Roland suit... would only need it for about an hour. Oh, just long enough to cinch the job? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you might say that. <laughs> it's his first job, miss. And I promised his poor old father before he was electrocuted, before he passed away, that I'd do all I could to see that Roland got a chance to carry on the family heritage. Your husband was a bank worker? Exclusively. Oh. <laughs> and he always wanted Roland to follow in his fingerprints. I mean, footprints. Well, I promised... I promised you... Roland's father... Well, Bill really don't need the suit till tonight. He can have it back in an hour. I'll press it for him, too. Well, all right. Here. I'll be back for it in an hour. Oh, thank you, miss. You're very good. Tell your friend I'll pray for him. Who was it, Mom? <laughs> Santa Claus, son. Look what she left you to wear when you robbed the bank. Gee, a green suit with yellow stripes. Yeah, hey, ain't that going to be sort of conspicuous? That's the idea, Jake. Oh. When you get through with the job, the suit goes back to the goon that owns it. And then when the cops look for a guy wearing a green suit with yellow stripes... Oh, gee, Mom. You're the crookedest, connivingest dame I ever knew. Ah. You're just saying that because I'm your mother. <laughs> Say that again, Maisie, slowly. What happened to my suit? I told you, Bill. I was walking along the street when this boy came up to me and said, Give me that suit, lady, or I'll shoot. Hmm. And what did this boy look like? Well, he looked like he meant it. Maisie, I don't believe you. You mean you don't believe a man held me up? Man? Before you said it was a boy. Well, he grew up. How could he grow up so fast? Vitamin pills. Oh, Maisie, I, I have an audition tonight, and I want you to get me that suit right now. You mean the green one? Yes, the green one. And I want it before it gets dark. Oh, it won't get dark, Bill. It'll always stay green. Get me that suit. Oh. <laughs> That's 
money from the Second National Bank job, Ma. Believe me, $28,000. Well, it's about time you got back. What took you so long? On the way out, I stopped to get my pocket check validated. What a dope. Here, here's the green suit with the stripes that I wore. Uh, Ma, there's a little bullet hole in the sleeve of the coat from one of the guard's bullets. Well, thank goodness it just went through the sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, if I was shot through the heart, it might have given me heartburn, huh? That must be the dame back for the suit, son. Huh? You go into the bathroom and take a bath. Okay, Ma. Uh, where are my toy boats? They're still in the tub from last month. Hello, Ma. I came back for the suit. If your son is through with it. Oh, he is, dearie. Here's the suit. And here's a dollar bill for your kindness. Gee, a dollar just for lending your suit. It's real generous of you. Golly, I hope Bill never finds out where this came from. I hope nobody finds out. Maisie, there's something funny about this. Funny? When you took this suit, it was in perfect condition. And now, look, there's a hole in the sleeve. Hole? Oh, <laughs> uh, that, um, 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 a moth ate it. A moth? Mm-hmm. There are powder marks around the edge of the hole. Powder? Oh, well, maybe it was eaten by a lady moth. Oh, Maisie, that burnt hole in the sleeve couldn't have been done by a moth. And where did this dollar bill come from? The mint in Washington. I see. No, D.C. Look, Maisie, now, what I... what are you going to do with the dollar? Frankly, I haven't thought about it very much. Maybe I'll buy myself a couple of yachts. Ah, oh, <laughs> I'm glad you can still make jokes. That means you've forgiven me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, how about this dollar? Well, now, that's what I've been thinking. You ought to take that dollar to the bank and start an account. That way you'll never be so broke again. Uh, Maisie, do you think we can find a bank that'll handle as large a sum as a dollar? Well, sure. I'll wait outside while you get into your suit, and then we'll go down to the Second National Bank and open an account. But you must have gotten a look at the crook, Mr. Grindle. After all, it was at your window that he stole the money. But I didn't see the hold-up man's face, Inspector. All I noticed about him was that he had a red handkerchief over his eyes, and he was wearing a green suit with yellow stripes. A green suit with yellow stripes? Yes. Nauseating combination, don't you think? Yeah, disgusting. Yes. Yeah, thank goodness all those dollar bills were marked with X's. Grindle, if you should ever run into the hold-up man, do you know what you're going to do? You mean, after I faint? Uh, yes. If any of those marked dollar bills show up, I want you to call me. I'll be in the president's office for a while. Yes, sir. Maisie, I I feel silly coming into a big bank like this and opening an account with a measly dollar. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Bill. Thrift is a wonderful thing. Yes, folks. And what can I do for you? I'd like to open... Oh, my goodness. Oh, the green suit. Gee, I knew that suit was terrible, Bill, but I didn't think it would scare people. Look, Teller, I'd like to start a new account here. Start a new account? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if you're all out of new ones, we won't mind taking one that's already started. Look, I want to start my account with this. Oh, a dollar. See, Bill, and you thought they wouldn't accept such a small amount. (laughs) You thought you weren't wanted. Oh, you're wanted all right, sir, but badly. Oh, gee, thanks. Uh, You stay right here. 
I'll be back in a teensy-weensy second. Maisie. Maisie, there's something screwy about all this. I think so, too. You do? Yeah. Bill, that clerk was sure anxious to get your dollar. Maybe this bank hasn't been doing much business lately. Uh, uh, these are the people that uh, wanted to open the account, sir. Well, we did, but we've changed our minds. Goodbye. Wait a minute, lady. I've got a gun. Well, gun or no gun, you can't force us to open the account. Now, look here, you. You're, you're making a mistake. You made a mistake when you came into this bank with that green suit to make a deposit. Well, we didn't want to deposit the suit, just a dollar. Yeah, look at this dollar. Under Washington's picture is an X. You mean Washington couldn't sign his own name? You're under arrest, both of you. Under arrest? Yes, for robbing this bank. Maisie, Maisie, what's all this about? Where's all the rest of that money? Search me. Gladly. I didn't mean you, you wolf. Well, come along. I'm taking you both to headquarters. Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment. the story, Miss Revere. This whole thing is just one horrible mistake, huh? Yeah, I'm sorry we put you to all the trouble of arresting us. So long, Inspector. Just a moment, Miss. The cell door is closed. Well, you open it at once or one of us is going to be mighty sorry. One of us? Yeah, me. Yeah. Miss Revere, you're a very pretty woman. You've got a lot to live for. You don't want to spend the next 20 years of your life behind bars, do you? Well, frankly, I haven't given it much thought lately. I never planned very far ahead, you know. Oh, now, look, Miss Revere, you can do yourself a lot of good if you listen to reason. Jail isn't a place for a girl like you. Well, that's what I keep telling you, Inspector. Open the door, please. Sure, sure. But first, Miss Revere, I'd like to make you a little proposition. <gasps> Why, Inspector? Yes, please. You don't get what I'm driving at. And you don't get what you're driving at. What I'm trying to say, Miss Revere, is that if you turn state's evidence and pin that bank job on your boyfriend, Norton, you can walk out of here a free woman. It's Norton we're after. But Bill didn't do it, Inspector. He's just an actor. Yeah, how'd he get that bullet hole in his suit? Well, some actors ain't as good as others. Look, I know who robbed that bank, and I can prove it. While you're in jail, Miss Revere? Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay, chum. I'll talk. Now you're cooking with gas. Well, when I tell all I know about Norton, he'll be cooking with electricity. Yeah, fine, fine. Okay, Sarge, bring Norton in. Go on, Inspector. In here, Norton. Macy, Macy, are you all right? Don't talk to me, you worm. Worm? What are you sore about? You're the one that got us into this. Don't give me that big lowie. Big 
Louie. Alias Benny the Dip. Alias Sam the Log. Alias Terry the Pirate. Say, what is this? You can stop making with the innocent act, Norton. Your lady friend has confessed. Confessed? But she didn't do it. Of course I didn't, you rat. Maisie, what's gotten into you? Yeah, a little common sense. Norton, you're going to jail for 50 years. But, but I can't do 50 years. Well, do as much as you can. I mean, i got to be out of here by tonight. I've got to audition for a part in the play. I'm a, an actor, Inspector. An actor. Yeah, and a pretty good one at that. Yeah. When you showed me all that dough you robbed from them other banks, you made me believe you won it on a sweepstakes ticket. Maisie, that's ridiculous. Look, Inspector, I can prove I wasn't even in that bank. My landlady... Won't see you for a long time, Norton. Lock him up again, Sarge. Come on, Sarge. Take your hands off of him. Well, that cleans up this case. Miss Revere, you're free. Thanks, Inspector. So long, Bill. And just to make sure they don't keep you in jail more than 50 years, I'm going to send you a calendar. Wait a minute. Did you say she's going to go free, Inspector? Like a boy, chump. Like a boy. Oh, so that's it. I'm the fall guy. Maisie? Maisie, how could you do this to me? I thought you were so good, so kind, so warm-hearted. Ah, shut up. Take him away, Sarge. He's gotten on my nerves. Yeah, on mine, too. Gee whiz. Ain't he a hollering one? Come on. Yes, so long, Norton. See you in court. I think not, Inspector. Yeah, now, don't you start, Captain. We got the guy that robbed the bank, and I can prove it, eh, Miss Revere? What else? You'll have to find a new pigeon, Inspector. Norton here's got an airtight alibi. I have? I mean, uh, I have. But he can't have an alibi. Norton's landlady said he didn't leave his room all day long. Well, Maisie? Well, don't be mad at me, Bill Norton. I was only doing this to get the goods on the real crook. Yeah, but I don't want the real crook. Yeah, I mean, get the goods on him. Well, I think I know who it is. The old lady's son, Roland. Roland? You think you can get the goods on him? Well, Roland's a man. So? So, I'm a woman. So? So, didn't your father ever tell you about the birds and bees, Inspector? Oh, you mean... <laughs> Why, Inspector, you're blushing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll need a little help on this caper, Inspector. A good actor. Well, Norton here's an actor. <clears throat> well. Yeah, but this isn't my kind of work. I, I only act for money. There's a $500 reward for the capture. Uh, what do you want me to do, Maisie? Well, I ain't sure yet, but here's the general idea. I'll drop in on Roland and make like a gun mule. Yeah, that's Maul. A mule is a jackass. Yeah. Like I was saying, I'll be a gun mule, Bill. Give me a few minutes alone with Roland. Then you... Oh, gosh, Mom. Where are we going to put all this loot from the bank? It sure takes up a lot of room, huh? That's your fault for taking only one dollar bills. Didn't they have any tens and twenties? Say, Mom, mm. it, maybe I could have a couple of bucks to maybe take out a girl. Take out a girl? You, Roland? Well, shucks, Mom. I gotta do something for excitement. I ain't getting a kick out of them comic books like I used to, you know. Well, you stay away from women, Roland. They're slow poison. They are. They are. I'll go see if I can find a safe place to stash the dough. You keep an eye on it. Yeah, sure, Mom. Never mind, dames. Just watch the dough. Oh. Who is there? It's experience, Roland. Experience? I don't know nobody by that name. I'm a girl, Roland. I'm Roland. A girl? Yeah. You've seen girls in ballrooms, ain't you? They're the ones that dance backwards. 
Let me in, handsome. Oh, gosh. A woman? In just a second. Hello, tall, dark, and... <clears throat> Blackie from Shy sent me to look you up. Blackie from Shy? Eh. Oh, I don't know a Blackie from Shy. Oh. Do you know Whitey? No. What colors do you know? Well, as a brownie... That's that... it. Brownie sent me to look you up. Oh. I just got out of Sing Sing, Roland. Oh, you did? Sing Sing? But they only have men there. Then I got out just in time, if you know what I mean. Just in time? You don't know what I mean. Say, you're even handsomer than Brownie told me. Uh, yeah, hey. Does you mean it, hey? I sure do, hey. Come closer, Roland. Much closer. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, hey, hey, hey. Stay away from me. You female, you. My mom told me that women are slow poison. But what's your hurry? Come on, kiss me, handsome. I'm in the mood. Oh, gee, you really think I'm handsome? When I'm in the mood, anybody's handsome. Come on, shoot the lips to me, doll. Okay. Here, here hold my bubble gum. So, just like I thought, there is another man. Heavens, it's me husband. Oh, sit down, mister. We'll be through in a moment. You're married. Hey, you didn't tell me. You didn't ask me. I meant her. I didn't know he was back, Roland. I ain't seen him in years. Well, I was in prison in Afghanistan. Fine time to let me know. Why didn't you write and tell me where you were? I couldn't spell Afghanistan. Roland. Oh, Roland. Don't look at me. I can't spell it either. I mean, I'm sorry I got you into this mess. Don't shoot him, Butch. Don't shoot him. Shoot me? Too late, babe. Well, how will you have it, Roland? In the back or through the head? Oh, well, my head's been aching, Mr. Shoot me! He's desperate, Roland. Give him anything to leave us alone. Give him money. Hermione! Hermione! Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, um, look, all I got is the dough from the bank job. They're only ones. Ones? Yeah, I'm only a beginner starting from the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Let me have the dough. Yeah, but look... You better let him have it, Roland. He's a killer. He's a very bad actor. Who's a bad actor? Why, Miss Revere, I'll have uh, you know Bill, that I... this is a fine time to get hammy. Hey, there's something fishy here. Oh, I'm sorry, Maisie. I, I, I... Okay, I, reach for the sky. Look, Mom, don't shoot. I can explain. Save your breath, honey. You ain't got much more breathing left to do. Well, son, what are you waiting for? Do something. Oh, yeah, I'll phone the cops, Mom. Save your nickel, Roland. We're here. She sure got here fast, didn't they, Mom? Why, you... Drop the rod, Mother. We got you very nicely covered. Gee, you got here just in time, Inspector. Well, there's your loot. Yeah, and there's your crooks. Yeah, Inspector. Oh, look out, Mom's getting away. Yeah, she won't get far. The joint's surrounded by cops. Well, tell them if they have to shoot, to shoot her in the hand. Why? Some poor old woman can still use that dress. In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie.
once again, here's Macy. Well, now that Roland and his mother are safely behind bars, I can breathe again. I let Bill take all the reward money. He did miss out on getting that acting job. Besides, he needed the money more than me. But there's one good thing about being broke. Anything that happens after that's an improvement. Well, like the fellow said, the best things in life are free. And when he said that, he just wasn't beating his gum. Take a little thing like water. Simple, ain't it? But did you ever try to take a bath without it? And air. Just try breathing something else and see how far you get. Well, I still got some old clothes collecting to do for the unfortunates. So if I happen to knock at your door from this for some discarded things, don't turn me down. You know, you'd be surprised to find out how warm you can feel if you give your old coat to somebody who really needs it. You just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Sidney Miller, Joan Banks, B. Benaderet, Frank Nelson, Pat McGeehan, and Peter Leeds. Jack McCoy speaking. answer your question, buddy. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. But first, you're announcing. Southern as Maisie. Yep, I'm Maisie, like the man said. Maisie Revere. For a while I thought maybe, perhaps there was a chance it would be changed to Maisie Jordan. But my boyfriend, Eddie, well, ever since he's been old enough to hold a steady job, he hasn't. It's not that Eddie's lazy, but you see, he went to college and studied stuff like 14th century Flemish poetry. The art of rug weaving amongst the natives of Abyssinia and all that stuff there ain't a buck in. 
Eddie barely makes enough money to pay his room rent, so we stay home a lot. Also, we uh, both room in the same boarding house, and, oh gosh, it must be awful late. I'd better run up to Eddie's room and wake him up or he'll be late for work. Eddie? Eddie? Who's there? It's Maisie, Eddie. He told me last night to make sure to wake you up at 6.30. You remember? Uh, what time is it now? I don't know. I don't have a watch. What time have you got? Maisie, how can I sleep with all that noise? That's what I can never understand. That loud snoring would wake anybody up. Maisie, would you please go away and let me be? I've got, uh, I got 28 minutes yet before I have to give my all to Bixel's department store. Men's accessories department. I know. And I thought I'd give you a little extra time to relax before work if I brought you a little coffee. <sighs> okay, thanks. Uh, just pour it under the door. But, Eddie, it... Oh, well, I might as well get up now. I can't sleep anyway. Good. Slip on something and let me in. Sure, sure. Oh! Ooh. Eddie, what happened? I slipped on something. Okay, you can come on in now. Good morning, Eddie, darling. Oh, it's a beautiful morning. Look, the sun is shining. <sighs> Maisie, that's the moon. Oh. Say, uh, what's that gray stuff? Your coffee. Oh, you'd sure make a wonderful wife. Oh, Eddie, this is so sudden. Let's get married real soon. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, how soon, for instance? Well, I hate to rush you, but would after lunch be too soon? Maisie, you know we can't get married on what I make at the store. As a matter of fact, I'm not so sure Bixel's department store feels that I'm exactly indispensable to the merchandising world. Eddie, they haven't said anything. You haven't been shooting spitballs at the floor walker with brand new imported French men's garters again, have you? You promised me faithfully you'd be the perfect salesman. It's not that, Maisie. It's just those I'm not buying. I'm just looking. Those kind of customers that I've been getting. Maisie, I, I just don't like morons. Eddie Jordan, if you don't like morons, you don't like me. Huh? I mean, if, if, you, if you can't try to make a living, then I don't mean enough to you. But you do, Maisie. You're the most wonderful, marvelous, gorgeous, most beautiful... I'm not listening to a word you say. Maisie, don't interrupt. Well, let's see, where was I? Most beautiful. Oh, yes, the most beautiful girl in the world. But you deserve better than me. You deserve a real man. I don't want a real man. I want you. You could be a success, too, Eddie. You'd only put your shoulder to the wheel instead of your head. Maisie, I want to talk to you. It's it's very important for both of us, but first I have to get dressed. Okay, get dressed. And I'll wait for you down the parlor. Good. And while you're down there, ask Mrs. Kennedy to make out my board bill for this week. Oh, paying your board bill, there must be something wrong. Eddie, what's this all about? Well, I'll be down in ten minutes and tell you, Maisie. Meanwhile, if you don't mind, I have to shower, shave, and polish my shoes. Polish your shoes? Eddie Jordan, have you met a new girl? So long, Maisie. I'll see you downstairs in ten minutes. And that's what Eddie said, Mrs. Kennedy. What do you think this mystery's all about? Well, that's hard to say, Maisie, honey. When any of my boarders want to pay their bill before I threaten to turn off the lights in their room a few times... There must be something wrong. Oh, gosh, Mrs. Kennedy. Do you think maybe Eddie's lost interest in me? Well, Maisie, it could be another girl. After all, Eddie's a man. Yeah? That's it, he's a man. Well, I know, Mrs. Kennedy, but there are men and there are men. Eddie's different. Yeah, different. Mm. 
A new face, a snazzy figure means absolutely nothing to him. Yeah. Means absolutely nothing to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honey, that's that. What game shall we play now? Mrs. Kennedy, I happen to trust Eddie implicitly. Nothing you could say would make me believe that he's interested in another girl. No. No. Any idea who she may be, Mrs. Kennedy? Oh, Maisie, forget it. There's nobody else in Eddie's life. And if there were, he'd tell you about it. Yeah. Well, that's that. Now, what other games shall we play? Games? Who's playing games? Oh, <laughs> Mrs. Kennedy and me, we were just playing, um, canasta. Without cards? Well, yes, you see, we're both just learning it, and we're not good enough at it to play with cards. <laughs> uh, Maisie, I'd like to talk. No. Oh, good. I've been just dying to find out what this is all about. Uh, Mrs. Kennedy, this is uh, sort of private. Yeah, Mrs. Kennedy. Uh, I, I think your coffee's about to bubble over in the kitchen. Oh, yes. Don't you think you ought to watch it? What for? I've seen coffee bubbling over lots of times. It comes up in the... Oh, yes, yes. Well, uh, I'll go into the kitchen. Uh, bye, kitties. And if you happen to talk real loud, I thank you. Well, Eddie. Oh, uh, you mean the talk. Yeah, the talk. We're alone now. Nobody can hear us. What? She said nobody can hear you. Oh, uh, thanks. You're welcome. You might as well come back in, Mrs. Kennedy. I don't like to strain my voice. Oh, uh -huh. well, if you insist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maisie, honey... I'm not fit for this store salesman work. It, it, Well, it doesn't do anything to me inside. Except feed it. But this is a salesman's job. I I just can't sell things. Well, you sold me, honey, and I don't buy easily. You got everything to make you a success, Eddie. You're cultured and you're cultured. Yeah, what else? Well, you, you write beautiful love letters. Yes, but it so happens you can't make money writing love letters. I had a girlfriend who did. She sold them back to the banker who wrote them. Maisie, honey, I've made up my mind. I finish work at the store tonight. And then this little piggy is going far, far away to seek his fortune. Going away, Eddie? Any place in particular, Rover Boy? Or are you just going to ad-lib it? Well, gee, Eddie, I, I don't want to hold you back from anything you really want to do. But where do you plan to go? Well, Horace Greeley said go west. Eddie Jordan, have you been talking to strange men in bars again? Maisie, Horace Greeley is an old newspaper man. Oh. <laughs> he died quite some time ago. Probably from starvation. There's no money in old newspapers. I wouldn't know. You know something? Maybe I'll get a job on a ranch and be a cowboy. Oh, that's silly, Eddie. You can't be a cowboy. You don't even play a guitar. I'll take lessons. Yes, sir, I think I'll really enjoy being a cowboy. I can see myself now milking a cow in a ten-gallon hat. You mean instead of in a pail? Oh, don't be so silly, Mrs. K. And don't you be silly, Eddie. You don't know how to milk a cow. Well, you don't even know where it keeps its crankcase. Look, honey, I have to do something to make a living. I have to eat, you know. Yep, and you might as well start with some breakfast. Nobody can make a real good fool of himself on an empty stomach. I'll fix you some grub, Tex. Gee, I'm sorry to be letting you down like this, Maisie, but... Well, I gotta latch onto something with a future... I'll never get rich selling men's socks. But, Eddie, you just gotta stick to something. You just can't go roaming around the country trying to earn a buck. Why not? You do it, don't you? But it's different in my case. I'm a woman. So what? There's no difference between men and women. 
There must be, or they wouldn't have special nights for each at Turkish baths. Oh, don't be corny. And don't you be so stubborn. I'm giving you good advice. You don't want to spend the rest of your life being a flop, do you? Oh, so I'm a flop. Yeah, but in a nice way. Well, so long, Maisie. Where are you going, Eddie? To work. But you haven't eaten your breakfast. I might as well get used to going without breakfast. Oh. Well, here it is, Eddie, a nice hot dish of oatmeal. Where'd Eddie go, Maisie? To work. He wasn't hungry. Something was bothering him. What something was bothering him? Me. Good, good morning, Maisie. Good, good morning, Mrs. Kennedy. Good morning, Merton. Good morning, Merton. Uh, well, what's wrong, Maisie? Have a fight with Eddie? No, thanks. I just had one. Eat your breakfast, Mr. Sunshine. Got a special today. You got your choice of oatmeal. What's the choice? Take it or leave it. Oh. Maisie, honey, you aren't eating. Well, I'm sorry, Mrs. K. I'm not hungry. Every time I think of poor Eddie, I get a lump in my throat. Every time I eat Mrs. Kennedy's oatmeal, I get a lump in mine. <laughs> yeah, well, I just cracked that joke to cheer you folks up, folks. Save your comedy for Mr. Jordan Mert. He's the one that needs cheering up. Gil, drinking from breaking good for it. How's about a slice of toast, Mrs. K? Sure, Mert. What kind? White or whole wheat? No, it makes no difference. I want to put it under the leg of the chair. I got the wobbly one again this morning. Here, Mert, you can have my chair. I'm finished. Okay. Oh, but Maisie, honey, you got to eat something. I'm not hungry anymore, ever since Eddie said he's going to quit his job. Who's going to quit? Mm. Right in the middle of the contest? Contest? What contest? Mm. Oh, haven't you heard? Heard what? Hmm. And he didn't tell you. Who didn't tell me? Oh, Eddie. Hmm. Gee, Miss Kelly. This jam is good. Oh, for goodness sake, Merton, what is it? Strawberry, I think. I mean the contest. Yeah, oh. what's it about? What happens? Take the spoon out of your cup while you're drinking your coffee. And what has it to do with Eddie? Huh? Oh, oh, well, you see, the store is having a contest and giving prizes for the one who wins. Wins what? The contest. Merton, stop talking so much and saying so little. Yeah, you're an elevator operator, not a politician. Um, the salesman and the sales lady who sell the most stuff by closing time tonight wins a $500 prize. Say, they've got about 200 salespeople. Oh, yeah. I guess that's why Eddie's so discouraged. He's probably close to the bottom in the amount of sales made so far. Uh-uh. He ain't close to the bottom. He isn't? He isn't? Nope. He's at the bottom. Oh. Um, well, there's one good thing about it. He can't go any lower. Hmm. Well, Maisie, honey... I can't very well blame Eddie for not telling you. The contest was the final straw that decided him on quitting the store. The poor boy was ashamed to be in such an awful flop with his order book. Yeah, poor Eddie. He's such a helpless little schnook. I guess the only person he's ever been able to sell was me. You know, what that boy really needs is for something to happen to give him faith in himself. Yeah. Like maybe by some miracle winning that prize at the store. Oh. Yeah, if he only had imagination like Henry Carter, he'd stand a chance. Who's Henry Carter? He's in ladies' girdles. I hope the dear boy finds them comfortable. I don't. Don't, don't you? Oh, I mean, he sells them. Henry's lead man in the contest so far. And you know, the funny thing about it is that most of his customers are men. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Most men are just interested in what goes into the girdles. <laughs> That's how Henry sells them. With women already in them? 
Say, that store carries everything, doesn't it? No, let me finish. You see, Henry sells all those girdles to men by demonstrating how funny their wives look when they're struggling into one. Oh, say, that's showmanship. (laughs) Imagine Henry winning that contest because of a simple little idea like that. Yeah. He's going to win 500 bucks just because he found something new that appealed to men. I've got it. Got what? What? Well, it ain't new, but it's appealed to men before laughs. Women. Women? Yeah, Mrs. Kennedy. You've heard of bazaars where men kiss women for charity. Oh, yeah. Well, what I mean is that Eddie could maybe win that selling contest if he had an idea behind it. Well, I'm that idea. I'm giving out kisses today at Vixel's department store. Uh, I don't get it. You will if you buy a pair of socks. Pair of socks? Yeah, that's it. And I've got a slogan. Buy a sock from Eddie and get a snack from Maisie. What do you think? I think it's worth a try, Maisie. Gosh, imagine kissing all those men. Uh, I don't like it. How do you know? Have you ever kissed any men? I, um, I mean, well, Eddie wouldn't like his girlfriend kissing strange men so as he could be a success. Oh, that's silly. Look in the movies. Stars with husbands and families kiss Jimmy Stewart and Van Johnson, don't they? Doesn't mean anything. It's a living. Yeah. And if that ain't living, I don't know what is. Mm. Yeah, I guess maybe you're right, Maisie. Good. Then, you, then you'll help me, Merton? Help you? Oh, gosh, I don't think a man would want to kiss me, especially when I need a shave. No, I no. I mean, let me use your elevator as a sort of a display case. My elevator? You mean you... you yeah, want... and if you do, I won't forget Now, you. don't say no, Merton. Say you'll do it. Oh. oh. Okay, Miss Kenny. Okay, I'll do it. More jam, please. No, 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 not like that, Merton. Look me in the face and say you'll do it. Come on now, look me in the face. Please, Mrs. Kennedy, not while I'm eating. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment. Gentlemen, from Mr. Jordan, Miss Revere here will give the buyer a kiss. Uh-huh. A kiss? From this doll here? Well, let's get a better look at you, baby. Uh-uh, chum. Please don't handle the merchandise. Oh, wow, I'm sold. Yeah, me too, baby. Ninth floor boy. Roger. <laughs> Take him away, Mert. Just show your sales receipts, gentlemen, and collect your kiss here on the main floor. Yeah, yeah, and remember, gentlemen, for $5 worth of merchandise bought from Eddie Jordan... You kiss me. For $10 worth of sales... I sort of help a little. 
And for twenty dollars? Uh, for twenty bucks, mister, all you do is hold on. Oh, wow! Here goes the savings of a lifetime. Okay, okay, here we go, gentlemen. Get with it. Boy, Boy, let's get with M from Easy Flight, now taking off. Over. Get this. I must have sold $10,000 worth of merchandise. Never mind the gab, Clark. Here's your dough. I'm taking these bedroom slippers. 30 pairs of bedroom slippers, mister? All right, so I'm a centipede. Now, out of my way. I'm in a hurry. Everybody's in a hurry. What's the rush Wrap this up for me, will you, Clark? Wrap this? But it's just a sign that says mark down to three ninety-eight. Yeah, okay, here's four bucks. Keep the change. I'm in a hurry. Say, somebody answer me, please. Why am I the only salesman on this floor that's doing a land office business? I don't know, Jordan. It's phenomenal, but it's phenomenal. Oh, hello, Mr. Grund. I think you'd better get them to send some more merchandise up here. The only thing that has been bought is the counter itself. Say, Clark, that wouldn't be for sale. No, mister, the counter is not for sale. Oh, nuts. Or is it, Mr. Grun? Oh, hardly, Joe, but hardly. Oh, my word, Jordan, in all my years as floor walker here at Bixel's, I've never seen merchandise move so fast. Why, it's fantastic. Oh, but it's fantastic. Now, keep this up, Jordan, and you'll outsell Henry Carter. Gee, and win that 500-buck prize with one day of sales. Hey, hey. Oh, pardon me, Mr. Grunt. Uh, what can I sell you today, sir? <laughs> what have you got? Well, I'll take I've, it. Hit uh... you, don't fight. Come on! <laughs> now, there's a fellow with sales resistance, Mr. Grunt. Amazing, Joe, but it's me. How'd you do it? Oh, isn't hard, Mr. Grunt. You see, I learned the real art of salesmanship at college. The... Well, the salesmen here at the store just don't seem to have, well, uh, my flair for merchandise. I'm taking these socks, clerk. Sure. Just put the money in my pocket. I'm tired. You're not too tired to see Mr. Bixler, I hope, Jordan. The owner of the store wants to see me? I see, clerk. Clerk, why would I Go away, boy. You bother me. Oh, gentlemen. Go on. Get away. Well, I believe I can let Mr. Bixell have a few minutes of my time, Grun, my boy. Oh, that's good of you, Mr. Jordan. Mr. Bixell wants to see you down at his office at once. At once? That is, if you can spare the time. <laughs> I believe Mr. Bixell is so impressed with your phenomenal sales methods that he's uh, considering promoting you to sales manager. <laughs> Wise move on the old man's part. Well, I can make a feeble effort to hold down the fort until you return from Mr. Say, Bixell. how much are those? Well, I'll take them so long. Well, not bad, Mr. Grun. You learn real fast. Well, I'm off to see the old man. No checky, no kissy. Here's mine. Thank you. Next, please. Here's mine. Thank you. Next. Hey, that was only a kiss on the forehead. Well, after all, you only spent a dollar. You come up a little, mister, and I'll come down a little. <laughs> Next, please. Uh, here, missy, I bought $80 worth of merchandise. Oh, well, that's nice work, Grandpa. <laughs> Hold him up, Mert. Roger. Here goes my white whiskered friend. Smile now, please, so as I can locate your lips. Hey, what goes on here? Here, let me through. I'm sorry, mister. You gotta wait your turn. 
Mr. Bixel. Young man, I asked you a question. I'm sorry, Mr. Bixel. I'm being buzzed. Passengers, you know. I didn't hear any buzzer. Well, I never wait till the last minute. Well, there you are, Grandpa. Oh. Next, please. Uh, miss, I'd like... Get in line, mister. They'd all like to. Yeah, I'd like to know what this is all about. Well, at your age, you should already know what it's all about. Miss, I did... Oh, the impatient kind. Okay, where's your sales check? Your sales check? No sales check, no kisses. Next. Miss, do you know who I am? I don't care if you're old Chowderhead Bixel himself. No slips, no lips. Next. Bixel is a Chowderhead? But he's got to be not to recognize a great ability like my boyfriend. Miss, do you know who I am? I'm Chowderhead Bixel. I don't care if you're... Your Chowderhead? Well, you know who my boyfriend is? No. Thank goodness. Come with me, miss. I'd like to see you in my office. Uh, office, huh? Well, it's so long, fellas. Oh, oh, but here, I'll blow you all a kiss. Oh, there, share it all. Get this straight, Miss Rivera. Giving out kisses for sale. Oh, that's right, Mr. Bixel. Eddie needed to win that prize to give him courage and self-assurance. So while he was carrying on for dear old Bixel's on the ninth floor... You were carrying on on the main floor. Um, well, um, you're not going to keep Eddie from winning the contest, are you? You're not going to fire him, are you, huh? Are you? Is this selling merchandise with kisses, Miss Rivera? Whose idea was it? Well, Mr. Bixler, I kind of thought it was a crazy idea. Well, I think it's marvelous. Oh, so did Eddie. When that boy gets an idea that he thinks is great, he sticks to it. Did Jordan thought up this sensational merchandising stunt? Uh-huh. That's rather difficult to believe. Yeah, ain't it? I mean, you've underestimated Eddie. He's got brains. Well, I never noticed it. Well, that's because they're so hard to see. They're inside his head. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I couldn't think of a more convenient place for them. Well, Eddie has lots more great ideas for selling stuff, Mr. Bixel. Uh, Miss Revere, I have practically decided to make Jordan our new sales manager. Oh, that's wonderful, Mr. Bixel. I'm so happy I could kiss you. Well, Miss Revere, why don't you? But, uh, uh, Jordan <laughs> hasn't sold out everything in the store. I can still buy something from him if you'll accept the sales stuff later. Oh, you don't have to, Mr. Bixel. This is on the house. Come in. I was told that you wanted to see me, Mr. Bish. Maisie. Hello, Eddie. You know you've got the loveliest boss. Oh, you're a lucky chap, Jordan, having a girl who thinks so much of you. Maisie, I never thought you could do a thing like this. But it's done now, Eddie, and now you're the new salesman. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are, Jordan. If I had any doubts before, this lovely girl has convinced me. Obviously, you old Rue. What? Eddie, you're making a big mistake. You're the one that's making the mistake, you, you, you vamp. Vamp? If the only way I can get ahead is for my girl to play up to the boss in that disgusting manner, then I don't want to get ahead. Jordan, how dare you? Eddie, don't spoil everything. You've just gotten a big executive job. You don't have to punch clocks anymore. No. I've got something I'd enjoy punching very much more. Jordan, stand back. I'm warning you. Eddie, don't, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. Well... Just don't stand there, Maisie. Help me up. And out, Miss Revere. He's fired. 
Get your time and don't come back. I don't want my money. Well, you better take it, Eddie. You're going to need beefsteaks for both those black eyes when we get home. Both? I only have one black eye. I know, but we're not home yet. In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. Once again, here's Maisie. Well, poor Eddie. He's still suffering from the foot and mouth disease. Every time he opens his mouth, he puts his foot in it. Frankly, I couldn't blame Eddie for being amazed at what he saw in Mr. Bixel's office. He had a perfect right. Too bad Mr. Bixel had a perfect left. But Eddie was unreasonable about not listening to my explanation. I know if I caught Eddie kissing a strange girl, I'd listen to his reason first before I'd call him a liar. I know I may sound cynical, but I've been around a lot, and I can always tell when a man is lying. If his lips are moving, he's lying. (laughs) Funny thing, though, I'm not really mad at Eddie for making that big blunder. At least he showed that he really loved me. And to a woman, love is the most valuable commodity turned out by a man. Well, i better get down to the butcher's and buy that beefsteak for Eddie. Hmm. I wonder if there's a special cut for black eyes. You've just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. Maisie was written by Arthur Phillips. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included B. Benaderet, Frank Nelson, Howard McNear, Pat McGeehan, Peter Leeds, and Sidney Miller. Jack McCoy speaking. That's this week's Mutual Presents feature. The Mutual Audio Network brings the best of old-time radio and modern audio theater to the world. Be sure to subscribe through the Mutual Audio Network podcast feed, any of our podcast days, or the Mutual YouTube channel, which includes MadCon and many other extra features and shows. See you all next time at Mutual Presents. Good night. Now, you seem to me to be a connoisseur of the best of radio drama. In which case, make sure you're subscribed to the Monday Matinee feed. 
There we have our weekly series of dramatic, theatrical, classic, eclectic and live radio drama. So yeah, either the main mutual audio network feed for all types and genres of audio drama or the Monday matinee. And we'll see you there. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.